You're listening to Blood on the Tracks, an exploration and celebration of film soundtracks and scores. Hello and welcome to Blood on the Tracks, an exploration and celebration of movie soundtracks and scores. I'm your host, Lee Russell, and this is episode 30. And we are at the end of the year, 2019. Wasn't sure what I was going to do up until about a week ago. Didn't want to do the cliched, oh, let's look at soundtracks from movies about the new year, or New Year's Eve, or Christmas movies, or whatever, right? Um, I tend to try to avoid that stuff when possible. So, I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, Cinema PsyOps, and they recently did two movies that are both influenced and influenced Alien, and then Aliens, respectively. We're talking about Galaxy of Terror and Forbidden World. Now, these were Corman-produced films that were a direct rip-off of Alien, although... um, Galaxy of Terror obviously influenced Aliens to some degree because James Cameron worked on that film and obviously took some of those ideas and and put them in Aliens when he got the chance to do that film. It got me thinking, man, there's a lot of films out there that were influenced by those two movies and whether they know it or not. In fact, there's like countless movies that were influenced by those two films. And those two films, I'm not saying necessarily were the original purveyors of the tropes present that have gone on to influence all these other movies. They may very well have just been uh, the first films to really kind of cement that in people's minds, in pop culture sense. But I thought it'd be interesting to, you know, take a couple parts, uh, a couple part series, and try to look through some of the uh, soundtracks and and scores of films that have been influenced by those two films, and even maybe a couple of the films that have influenced those films. There have been films that uh, influenced Alien, the one that everyone sort of looks back towards, where if you see a movie with, you know, people in a dark corridor in like an isolated area being hunted down by some strange creature, a lot of people are going to point right to Alien. But I think I have some selections here that might enlighten you on a couple other films that sort of came before Alien, and that's what this initial block is going to be. Um, And I'm not going to do a lot more talking and background uh, on a lot of these selections after this initial block, because I think this is probably the most important one to get some information out on, and then the rest of it's going to be much more briefer on my side as far as talking. Much more music, a lot less banality from me. So the first track we're going to look at is the main title from It!, The Terror from Beyond Space from 1958. And uh, this was done by Paul Sautel and Bert uh, Schefter. Sautel was uh, very prolific before this until he uh, teamed up with uh, Schefter in the 1950s. And uh, they went on to do some other classics like uh, Kronos, uh, Return of the Fly, and they even scored some of the Russ Meyer films together. Uh, Motor Psycho and Faster Pussycat Kill Kill uh, is some of their work there. But this film, this introduces the idea, as far as I can tell, the one that's kind of cited as introducing the idea of uh, Astronaut coming back with Strange Creature in tow, 
and they eventually have to blow it out of the airlock at the end. Uh, spoilers if you haven't seen a movie from 1958. But there you go. We'll also look at the main titles from Planet of the Vampires from 1965. This is by uh, Gino Marinuzzi Jr. Uh, his father, Sr., was a famous composer. Jr. did most of his work in film and uh, centered around electronica a lot. And Planet of the Vampires has the uh, idea of going down to a planet and uh, finding the hidden secrets and horrors of what's in that place. And a lot of that stuff, a lot of that imagery was definitely transposed into Alien when they go down to the planet and they find the space jockey and all that shit. And then finally, communication number... 1D35E1 from Dark Star, which was the uh, little uh, student film from John Carpenter and Dan O'Bannon, and the music here done by John Carpenter, of course. And uh, this was a, sort of a first dry run on uh, Alien, or maybe not necessarily a first run on Alien, but it was uh, there was enough material here where Dan O'Bannon wanted to redo it. And, and do it without uh, the comedic elements. Whereas the alien in this is basically a rubber beach ball uh, that is also a bomb. Kills everybody in the end. Again, spoilers. He took the, those ideas and, and took them into the uh, script writing for Alien. And um, if you watch Dark Star, you're going to see a lot of Alien. And after that, we'll be back with our next block of songs.
In the wake of the success of Alien, of course you were going to get a bunch of imitators, and that's what this whole show's about. Here we're going to look at some of the real initial ones, the cheapest of the cheap for the most part. Usually just an excuse to put a lot of gore nudity on screen. Uh, of course the Italians were big with this, and right off the bat one of the most uh, infamous ones is Contamination from 1980 from Luigi Cozy. We have Connection and Fright from that soundtrack, and this was done by Goblin. Then we're going to look at Alien 2 on Earth from 1980. The main titles from that by Guido and Maurizio uh, De Angelis Brothers under their uh, Oliver Onions moniker. The movie has very little to do as far as being a sequel to Alien, although it tries to purport itself as one, and that's how it tried to sell its tickets. Then we're going to look at uh, a British... Hong Kong co-production in Seminoid from 1981 and this is where things get really gross involving a woman giving birth to an alien the track here is Sandy Kills and this was done by John Scott and then we're going to finish off with the theme from Forbidden World from 1982 done by Susan Justin and this is of course one of the Corman produced rip-off films uh, I, I did want to get Planet Terror on here but uh, that one's hard to come by right now, so um, I have to do a bit more work on that one. Hopefully a future installment of this little series. And that's going to take us to our break.
How about throwing a little beach party for yourself and letting these people to get to know you oh so better? Hey kids, it's me, your good friend Alistair, here to tell you about a wonderful movie podcast called Get Soft with Dr. Snuggles. What happens is, every two weeks, the love of my life, Siobhan, and I are joined by a cast of friends, family, internet weirdos, and special guests to guide you through the wild and woolly world of erotic thrillers and softcore films. Everything from alien abduction, intimate secrets, to Zarita, Passion's Avenger, and all points in between. Check it out now on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's that horrid man talking about? Timberdoss speaks to you, his chosen ones. You can download the podcast. Ignore the podcasts that suck. To this end, Timberdoss the podcast is available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. The podcast is good. Snobs are evil. Snobs ruin discourse and cause film lovers to become jaded. But Timberdoss shoots death and purifies film conversation from snobs. Go forth and download. They must be destroyed on sight. Timberdoss! Back from the break, and up for another block of songs here. First we're going to look at the very weird Star Crystal from 1986. This is the end credits from Stefiana Christofferson. And it's no relation to Chris Christofferson here. Just a totally different person. Uh, (coughs) This movie, I actually watched it the other day. Well, tried to get through it. And it starts off as your typical alien ripoff with uh, a lot of people being isolated and killed in a starship, Uh, lots of gooey special effects, lots of tentacles in this one, actually. But then it switches gears about halfway through, actually not even halfway through, like the final act of it switches gears to where it becomes almost a knockoff of E.T. You have to see it to believe it. It's on YouTube. Just check it out. Uh, Then we're going to move on to... The main theme from Creepazoids from 1987 by Guy Moon. And uh, this is just your typical mutant alien. This time it's set on Earth, I believe, after a nuclear war. So instead of a spaceship, you've got like a complex of some sort. A bunch of people go into it to try to survive. And a mutant alien hunts them down. It's got Linnea Quigley in a very sexy shower scene. That's about all you need to know, right? And then we're going to end off with the theme from Deep Space from 1988 by Alan Oldfield and Robert O. Ragland. And this is a Fred Olin Ray cheapy, bit of a stinker, although the alien monster looks really good. It's basically a ripoff of the Queen from Aliens, although a little bit smaller. It's got some familiar faces in it at the very least. It's got like uh, Anne Turkle, uh, it's got Charles Napier starring as a detective on Earth who's hunting this creature down that's killing people. It's got uh, Bo Svensson in it as well. Um, 
not a great movie, but uh, from what I saw of it, it looked fairly enjoyable. And after that, we're going to come back with our final block of songs. Space with a stranger, we do what we believe in. Safety or danger, there's no place left to hide. We travel in time, knowing no one lives forever. Lost in Breathe. 
back for our final block of songs, proving that this formula can be put in other situations, other scenarios, and still be made to work. Uh, We have Leviathan from 1989, Jerry Goldsmith's score for that. Discovery is the track we're going to look at. Jerry Goldsmith also did the score for the original Alien, of course, uh, along with about a million other movies before he died. And uh, after that, we're going to look at something that was a a crowd-funded picture, in part, I believe. They made an emphasis on doing practical special effects. The only CGI would be used to clean up wires or anything like that for the props. But uh, this is a group of people being hunted by alien creatures that are, like, infecting their bodies. And uh, I guess they came off of, like, a crashed cosmonaut uh, probe, a Russian probe. It's set in a crab trawler or something along those lines, an old ship that's just, like, abandoned. So that's, a you know, a little bit of a switch on the formula. And then we're going to finish off with one of the more blatant just redoing of Alien from 2017, and this would be Life. And we're going to look at the long way back from that soundtrack by John Ekstrand. And that's going to finish off part one. Not sure if we're going to be doing part two next episode, or if I'm going to put it off for a little while, like I've done some of these series. We'll see. Depends on what I uh, feel like doing. But uh, thanks again, guys, for listening. If you've uh, been sort of listening from the beginning, or if you've gone back and listened to all these episodes, uh, I really appreciate it. And uh, look forward to doing more and more of this as the years go on. 2020, uh, a new quote-unquote season, I guess of Blood on the Tracks. Cheers, guys.
You've been listening to Blood on the Tracks. For previous episodes, or episodes of our other podcasts, please visit us at tmbdos.podbean.com. Thank you. Drive through. Drive through.